No, you know, you never think, like, I didn't realize how far in the beehive you are, like, how deep (laughs) you are in the beehive. It's low-key. You never never realize that you're interacting with members of online communities, you know? are uncool at least like beehive like i'm sorry can your mother pull off a 57 world tour show that's three hours where we run through crazy choreography and also honor marginalized communities all at once no next question okay but see this is my point like (laughs) You get really charged up about this. You, you cried. You cried watching a show, a stream of a show that you already saw, a concert yeah, I that did. you already saw. That's crazy! Wow, good for you. It was beautiful, and she had different. She had different um, outfits this time, like the formation, the formation, and I can't go into this well. Anyways, she had a different outfit, and it was really, 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 really good. And she did the big three, which are these three songs that she only performs at certain shows. And it was so good. Like, it was just, it was just like, I, I couldn't deal. So, and I was texting my sister at the same time while we were watching it. And I was like, this is my favorite part coming up. This is my favorite part coming up. You were both watching it? <laughs> I was like, this is my favorite line. I love when she does this part. And then Sierra was like, see, and then we were like, at one point, we like knew all the transitions. So we were like love this transition like this one is really good or don't really love that transition she did better in like new york we we're too <sighs> tapped in like we're too tapped in we are beehive but we're low-key about it like i'm not gonna be on reddit being like this is my own set list that i've put together for like what renaissance should be yeah but just your podcast I, <laughs> right but like do i look at those reddit posts yes i do <laughs> like do i have opinions on those reddit posts I do. So, um, yeah, <laughs> review coming up for the movie, December 2nd, December 1st, whichever day I decide to review it. It's coming. I'm really excited. I can't wait. I actually saw a banging movie on Sunday that I what? wanted to bring up now that I think about it. Now that we've already decided what we're going to talk about today. Um, it's called They Clone Tyrone. Where'd you watch it? On Netflix. It goes oh. crazy. It was a, a really fucking good movie. It was on some like... Honestly, it was like a a less jarring sorry to bother you is kind of how I would describe it. Where there's like some conspiratorial like the man shit that's like sinister and they're, they're trying to figure figure it out. Yeah. Um, but it was just really fucking good. Jamie Foxx is so good. He's such a great actor. Yeah. And John Boyega, really good as well. Yeah. Oh, no, I love I that. Watch, okay. I might watch it again this week, actually. I haven't been into movies lately. Like, I just haven't been as tapped in as I guess I usually have. So I'll add it to the list. And I haven't been on Netflix in a while either. 
I was trying to yeah. watch Love is Blind, I guess, but it just I, I can't like get out of the reality television when it comes to Netflix. So I need to like dive back in. I saw a funny tweet about Love is Blind also. I was what like, was it? um, it was just like 24 on Love is Blind. Like, did you not try Hinge? Like, there's Damn. a 24 year old guy on there and he like wants to get married and i'm like no like you don't have like you don't have to you can actually go on hinge or bumble and like meet normal people probably like more normal people that are on this show yeah. so love is blind is one bizarre. that that's one that i reject the premise like i consider myself a very open-minded person when it comes to reality tv even though i don't watch it uh-huh um but love is blind no <laughs> like what don't you like this about shit it? Is like ridiculous. what doesn't appeal to you well it just seems like it's it's just so obviously fucked up and not like not real like obviously love is not blind so it it is just purely like entertain. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it just seems like like psychological abuse, low key. <laughs> well, because they always call it a an experiment, but the thing about it is that it seemed like the prequel to Catfish. That's how I would. That's how I would describe um, it. I mean, this is the thing: is I know that I couldn't do it because I would go in there and basically try to get guys to tell me what they look like because right like i feel like i'm an objectively attractive person and i feel like they find objectively objectively attractive people to do the show so you're not gonna get someone that's ugly but you might not get someone that's your type so but i do think the couples that work they were each other's types there's not a couple that has worked on there who started off by saying Oh, I'm not really attracted to them. Like each person that survived that show and is still married, from the jump, they were attracted to them. So I think that, yes, they fell in love with their personality and who they are, quote, quote, on the inside. But objectively, they were also hot people. So it just worked out better. But like Netflix isn't going to find ugly people. No one on that show is ugly. People are on there not my type, and I don't think they're necessarily like the hottest, attra- most attractive person. But they're not ugly. Yeah, but the premise—I'm—I'm I'm just saying that the premise of the show is fucked. <laughs> like the central, the central, like climactic, like intrigue moment being wondering if it's going to be a, a good or bad reaction when they see yeah, what the person so looks like. As <laughs> as, but that's wild. Like <laughs> that's yeah. I, it's wild is what it is it's so good it, it's i would never do that show because i just i can't deal with the whole i don't know what you look like but i used to watch married at first sight which is a very similar concept except you don't talk to the person at all before you literally are getting married to them but that's, that I, that's more of a mixed bag though that's like right yeah i don't know this is honestly like you get a bunch of people catfished, basically. I mean, it's and maybe for, it works out. <laughs> it's worked for like three, maybe four or five couples in the last five seasons. So it's not completely out of pocket. Wow. So one couple a season? How many seasons? That's pretty good. 
Well, one season they have all broken up. Like there's not anybody left from that season, but people did stay married. I don't. I don't even odd. know what you're. I don't even know what you're arguing right now. I like. It's just <laughs> it's, it's that the wild. show kind of works for some people. You basically are just getting like two two people from the internet to like talk on Facetime for a week straight, and then it's like, let's see if you guys are attracted to each other. <laughs> like hey anyway whatever bro yeah well i'm not asking you to go on love is blind like truly i'm not pitching myself either i don't think i'm a shallow person i'm shallow i like to look at nice looking people i like to date people that are hot i'm not gonna date anyone who i think is ugly just like point blank so believe me i shouldn't go on this show i am i don't I like looks. I like to know that you're at least an eight in my head. So believe me, I'm on the same page as you. I'm just saying that for some people, this show would work because maybe they're in their late 30s and they haven't been finding what they want. So to do something that takes every aesthetic, every uh, physical detail out of the process helps them i mean one of the couples until that I you loved, put them back in that's what i'm saying until you put all the physical shit back in and then it's like oh man maybe it'll, it, it might be fine okay i'll end this here and say that the, one of the couples that <laughs> i really like who uh wh- who was like a fan favorite last season the guy he's a shoe designer at nike and but he didn't go to college and the woman she's um hr at amazon and she said she was like if i had seen him out or on the apps or something of course like yes i would have been attracted to him but would i have not um maybe i would not have actually dated him because he didn't go to college like he grew up really poor didn't go to college and then kind of was in this career and obviously he's done really well for himself he's literally one of the head designers at nike but I just probably would have overlooked him. But because I sat down with him and was talking to him for hours, like some of these dates last 10 hours where they're just talking to each other for 10 hours through the wall or whatever the fuck. And so she's like, I gave him a chance because I realized that who he was was way beyond his resume and stuff like that. Basically, it's just taking the barriers out of dating that people have. So I get that premise. But I also understand that like this is an absurd thing and you can easily get catfished. Yeah, like I she still had to be okay with how he looked. And that's fine. Like his voice was like attractive though. <laughs> like I feel okay. she, knew was, she knew that was a black man. She's a black woman. She knew that was a black man who like he sounded attractive. We I hope that we both sound like attractive people. So I feel like we would be fine in this process right like people but it's not about whether you would be fine are you like i don't know i feel like you just don't give a fuck about my point which is that it's wild to to just make people have to hold their breath over if they're uglier to their (laughs) the other person or not (laughs) someone that has said i love you and proposed marriage yes it is really crazy. crazy Yeah. And then be rejected by them publicly because they didn't think that they were attractive. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I was but in like, the off chance that you're not rejected, it's lit. 
But that's what I'm saying. Like that should not be reality TV. <laughs> you know Script what? That shit. <laughs> that's up to you. I personally find it very entertaining, and it makes me feel better about myself because I know I'm not as crazy as the people on that show, and that I will be fine and find love. So it's fine. It's a reassurance for me. Thank you. Free love is blind participants, man. <laughs> that's crazy. Okay, next topic. Speaking of speaking of uh, weird ass people, I was in the PNW, the Pacific Northwest, visiting my sister who lives in Seattle. Shout out Sierra for living there. She signed a six month lease, y'all, so she'll be back in New York in <laughs> five months time. So she, so yeah, I was hanging out with her that week, and I don't know. I didn't. I've never been out there before. I know you have, but I've never been out there. And I got there super late on like a Thursday night. So I didn't do anything when I got there. The next morning, I went out and about to go get coffee because if you guys didn't know, Seattle's like the coffee capital of like the country. It's where Starbucks started. So they really pride themselves on coffee. My sister and I were like, let's go see Ketramine because Ketramine is our favorite DJ in Portland. And um, Amine is from Portland. So we were like, oh, that might be kind of fun. Um, no, it felt like we were in the deep south. The white people there look different than on the east coast. Tie dye shirts, and they didn't look like they were, they had bathed. They, I was the best dressed person there. And like, I'm not saying that I'm fucking like Naomi Campbell, but like, I was the best dressed person there. Um, these white people said the N word with like their whole ass chest. And watching these people say, like, some people say the N-word and then some people, like, you know when white people go, bad thing, honest, and they, like, <laughs> they, like, like, they're, like, think it's, what, like, that's, like, you know, like, that song, right? And then they go, Nick, <laughs> and, like, they just, like, put it, like, you just did, put it in front. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. Like, it really is so funny that, but then so this strange. girl right next to me, like, tatted up and down, greasy ass hair, wearing glasses. And she's looking at us the whole entire concert, smiling. This song comes on. That girl says N-word like it's her – like it's her it's her job. Like that is her song. Caroline is her song, and she will say the N-word each and every time because that is her song. And Sierra and I walked out of there. Um, the place was next to a hotel, and we had to go to the bathroom after. Sorry, it was a very long rant, but I've been holding this in for a while. And <laughs> we, went to the, we went to the hotel, and they had kept – a lot of the paraphernalia from whatever existed there before, like old Native American paraphernalia. Like, you know, when they have those like statues that are like, oh, they're totem literally, poles. yeah. Yes, they still had that. And they had pictures of like old Native Americans with white people. And then they had a couple of pictures of black fa- people in blackface. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And this is the last thing I said, I'll say, and I told my mom this. When she asked how Portland was, one, I'll never go back to that city. And I'm so sorry if you're from Portland, but I'll never go back to Portland in my life. I don't care if I date a fucking Portland trailblazer. Like, I'm not going. Two, um, I have, it felt like I, what people describe as if you're a black person in the deep South. And I grew up in Florida until I was 12. So I've been in the South. I've been in parts of Florida that feel like you should not be there. Um, I've been in parts of Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, fucking Virginia. I've never felt like that. Like I felt in Portland. 
Yeah, I mean, all those places that all those other states that you just rattled off, like, and I feel like it's a misconception that like I have somewhat too because I haven't spent a bunch of time down there. Like, there are a ton of black people down there, right? <laughs> like, right. Those places are so black, right? You know, so, and that's just not the case in like the Midwest and the Pacific Northwest, like that brand of white person just does not like black people exist like much more in the abstract to them i feel like they're just are i just felt like i stuck out like a sore thumb i i i i think i could count the number of black people i saw and people of color too on my two hands and like this huge ass crowd it was just weird like I, i've never felt that way i haven't felt that way in a really long time and then I started doing research on Portland, and they used to be a haven for the KKK. And I think that's because there just weren't that many people of color around, so they could get away oh, with it. They a lot. are like, yeah, they're still like the skinheads and shit. That was like Portland. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then I started thinking about during George Floyd, they had those protests for a year. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, and it may kind of nah, make sense were- now. Yeah, uh, but it's also because, like, I feel like the white people out there, too, are more, like, there's more extremism, like, on both sides of the of the political spectrum, to the far right and the far left, because I feel like that's more born out of, like, like, kind of libertarian type shit, where right. it's kind of like, just leave me alone, bro. Like, the Occupy protest started in Seattle, too. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like there are a lot of far-left people, white people, too, who are, like, really about that action in <laughs> Seattle and Portland, like, in a way that we would support and agree with. But it also is just, like, it's in a kind of a, a different reality from ours because those people don't really, like, they haven't experienced the as much i feel like there's right there's not as I, much out there i mean the minute my sister and i because you take a train or you can't take a train from seattle to portland the minute i my sister got my sister and i got in this car to go to our hotel from the train station the uber driver started talking about how inclusive he is and how yeah. he supports all people even though he was in afghanistan i was like what the f-? i was like what the fuck are we talking about he started talking about He's from the backwoods of Oregon and all his neighbors are Trump supporters, but he's not like them. And I was like, we never said anything. We're a six minute yeah. drive from our hotel. Like we were just trying to get in our yeah. get an Uber and go to our hotel. Like we're not trying to fucking kiki with you and talk about how inclusive you are, Mr. Man. Like I don't give a shit. So it was weird. And we got like a bunch of people around us like that. And I was like, why are you virtual signaling to us? What he thinks about, like, what to say and do to and with a black person is, like, coming to him through a filtered, like, information, like, feed of information, you know? Yeah. This man started talking about his best friend who was Mexican. I was like, I'm not Mexican. (laughs) Like, I I don't relate to that man. Like... We have similar, maybe, maybe we have like one or two similar experiences, but like, I'm a black woman and your friend is a Mexican man. Like, no, absolutely not. It was, 
It was the most bizarre shit. So I don't know. And then I had a we had a really racist interaction at dinner um with my sister's friends, people like the waiters and everything just treating us so weirdly. People staring at us at dinner. It was five black girls staring at like us eating dinner and people just staring at us. Like we I don't know, like we brought a monster to sit with. Like it was bizarre. It was really bizarre and I have I just I was like, oh, hell no. I don't have time for this. Yeah. No, nah, it's, I mean, it's different. Like, you go to the South, like, like all those people see 20 black people on the way to work, you know? Yeah. I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah. So I'm, I, all I say is just to say this is that the U.S. is very big. And so the different, big. So big. And the different regions um treat different groups of people differently for whatever historical reasons that exist and the people who live there and who create a certain culture um and like you were saying there's a lot of black culture stems from the south and fortunately or maybe unfortunately it informs how white people act um but those other places like I, I I didn't know what to do with myself. I didn't even know what to say. I didn't have any reaction. I was just like, this is bizarre. This is just different. Yeah. When I mean, there are people too who like live around that area or as close to around that area. And like, I think people nationwide who have gotten their news from like the, I don't even know any of the names of the like, worse than fox like crazy fake news spots yeah that like the coverage of portland and seattle's protest was like it's a war zone like the left has taken over the city like don't go in there you know um so there's so much more like fear-mongering and hysteria aimed like specifically at that area and like the people that you were around in that area like right those are the type of places that you go and like you run into the people that you end up hearing about like the trump base or like like all of these theoretical white people that influence like the american geopolitical landscape (laughs) that you just never you never encounter like those are the type of places that they be at you know oh i encountered them mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like this is crazy and like i said i mm-hmm. was in i was in uh florida during 2020 we went back to my parents house for a bit and chilled in florida for a week during uh the pandemic and i saw those people i know those people but these other times it was different it was just a little it's almost like uh it was not a copy and paste it was a little variation so oh yeah big variation yeah Yeah. so um i don't know i I won't be going back unless i i there's two reasons i maybe would go back if i got like a shoe deal from nike (laughs) and i needed to go visit the headquarters like obama did two weeks ago or whatever he went just to go chill out i would go do that i would stay at like the ritz carlton i wouldn't leave the hotel like there was no, there would be no reason for me to leave the the Portland Ritz Carlton if that even exists. Um, 
if that so, even exists. Right. And the He's only such other a coastal elite. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it does. Um, the only other way is they're building like a they're building a Soho house there. So if someone invited me to an event at the Soho house in Portland, I again would stay there and I wouldn't leave. Those are the only two instances. Um I wouldn't so go even if I was dating a trailblazer because I wouldn't want to have to attend the game and have to be around the common folk in Portland. I just wouldn't want to do that. So that's kind of um that's yeah, where I mean, I'll end they, this. They used to give those Trailblazers team a really hard time when they had like Zach Randolph and Rashid Wallace and I believe it. Though I mean they were a squad, first of all. But their nickname was um the Jail Blazers. Given oh. to them by the Portland media. <laughs> no, I believe it. It's how I think. It's kind of how I think of Boston white people. It, I kind of felt like similar way where I was just like, I don't trust you. Yeah, no, I mean, but also like, it's those are the type of shit that makes it crazy to me that the U.S. is one country. <laughs> the geographic distance from where, like, from here to where you were just at this like from like Istanbul to Scotland right <laughs> some shit you know it's culturally so different because it's so far it is so yeah. it a six hour flight like I took a red eye it's so far and I mean California is obviously a bit more maybe more similar to the east coast but California is so big too you know mm-hmm. where my grandma lived in the desert was completely different than where my cousins live in west LA and that's one state so yeah it's just weird you know i think the u.s tries to put on this front of whatever values and everything but the values vary by state and not even even my state by region really because half of new york is in like the rust belt basically and or borders the rust belt and then you have new york city but Mm -hmm. like everyone thinks of new york as new york city like it's just i feel like this country is not as cohesive as whatever front we put on, you know, for like USA, USA. I'm like, no, no, no. I was just going to say, like, I think the other side of that is too, like we're so online that, and we can keep in touch with our friends. Like you basically can keep your like high school friend group together or your college friend group together online from wherever in the country and like i feel like i have in my just like subconsciously come to not buy into not buy into but sort of just assume this like monoculture kind of vibe that like everybody in america is like seeing the same shit i'm seeing and like consuming the same type of shit as me yeah and because you are interacting with all of these people and you are seeing these tweets that are hilarious that are like getting fifty thousand engagements and are getting viewed a couple million times and like whatever the case is but it's still like it i think that kind of makes it harder for us to comprehend like regional differences yeah beyond beyond that like the cultural level but just at like the whatever is below that like i'm not talking about like like art or stuff like that i'm really just talking about like 
like environment. I don't, I don't know what the word is, but I feel like that used to be much more apparent when you had to like know somebody from a certain place or like actually go there to find out more about it. Now you can like superficially understand all of these places when you really just don't, <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, I had people like swipe up on my close friends because I said something like, Portland's so weird. Like the, the white people here just feel like they're going to like hate crime me at any second. And people swiped up being like, did you know this about Portland? Did you know this about Portland? Did you know this about Portland? Blah, blah, blah. And no, I didn't know any of those things about Portland. But I guess, yeah, to your point, I could have done a lot of research and maybe not been as surprised just because all that information is out there about this region or this country or this, sorry, or this state or this city. Yeah, but it it wouldn't it, it didn't occur to you to do that research, you know? No, like, it did occur to, or it like the people that swiped up on your story probably have some just higher level of experience with, yeah, uh, Portland, right? Yeah. So yeah. crazy. Nah, it's interesting. This is the type of shit that makes me like. It makes me feel young and naive about the world, you know? <laughs> it's like when you're in high school and you can, like, get your driver's license or whatever, and you're like, I'm I'm grown. Like, I, I really made it to adulthood. Like, I can't believe it. And then it's a couple so years funny. later, you're like, wow, I was just, I was a kid. <laughs> well, I was thinking about this because I had to go to Cornell this weekend for, I went to go see my cousin play Cornell volleyball. She plays for Harvard, but... Um, I was rolling through. I didn't know it was homecoming. So all these kids were like partying on the street. Um, there were this, this, this one group of drunk girls who were like crying. One was looking for her friend. Um, it was just hilarious to watch. And obviously I was like dead sober and I was just watching all these like drunk 19 to 22 year olds just have the time of their life on a Saturday afternoon. And I was like, damn, I really was this person at one point and I had no worries. I spent maybe $200 a month on what? Food and the occasional uh, going out top. Um, I had no worries, like none at all. And it's so weird how you think that you're so grown up because you leave home and you're doing your own thing and you're figuring out what you want to do with your life. And then you just keep growing up and then you keep growing up and then you keep growing up and then you're looking back and you're like, I was nowhere near an adult. I'm like, you shouldn't have been. You were 19, 20, 21. Like, it's no, there's no need for you to be that old or that grown. But it was just weird. I was, I got like sad. I got nostalgic. My mom was like, oh, do you miss it? I was like, I don't miss like college anymore. I'm not like, ugh, I wish I could go back to 2016 through 2020 and just have time of my life but I miss that how innocent and simple and no responsibilities I had like I do miss that like almost like disassociated for a bit it was weird no I mean you have like how many things underlying are on the back of your mind right now like kind of stressing you out probably eight (laughs) things that run through my brain at all times. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I need to get this done. And for like all of childhood, it was like at one given time, it was like two <laughs> max. Right. It was like 
oh, I have a test, and I hope I, like, ask the right person to this dance, or, like, I hope I have yeah. a good ask to so-and-so dance, or whatever. Right. right. <laughs> hope I make the baseball team. <laughs> right. Like, I have to run my mile today. And yeah. then when that's over, I guess that's one less thing that you have to worry about. Yeah, it's like, oh, that was the worst. <laughs> right. No, it wasn't. Now it's just it an wasn't. ongoing, it's just ongoing thing in the back of my head. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, there's a time, there's a time in every for everything. I mean, I think you almost need that, like, weird transitive experience for those four years so that you don't just, you, it'd be crazy to skip from high school living with your parents to then living in an apartment in a big city paying rent um i don't know dealing with crazy people working you kind of need those like four years where you can kind of do the in-between you can get an internship but so Mm -hmm. it's kind of good to have those little the four years but it was just really weird looking at everyone those kids were so drunk (laughs) i felt so sad for them (laughs) yeah and yeah, and you can just drink as much as as <laughs> is possible. Yeah, you can really just push the push the limits. And if you throw up that night, it's okay because your best friend did too. <laughs> so I threw up right now. Yeah. Like you guys, you guys are like, oh, sad. I didn't. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, what? I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like, oh, you want me to go puff you something? No. <laughs> Let me be alone. <sighs> Man. Well, we're never going back. That's the other thing. Because it's that classic, like, if you could take, like, take the money right now or go back and start your life from age six, like, with all, knowing all, all that you know now. Um, Or you take, like, 10 million right now or whatever. Um, restart your life like you essentially revert to your six year old self in that in that time but you know everything like you have full knowledge of the future and like the, the person that you're going to become and stuff I don't like that Um. Well, so you would you would pick the money yeah I don't need to know anything as a six year old I don't need to know anything as I'm growing up about the future. That's like my thing. I don't want to know anything. You, I mean, you would become like the world's richest person. You would invent something incredible. Like, I mean, life would be all right. You would just be burdened with, with the knowledge of, of fate, basically. (laughs) Yeah. It's like in those Dr. Strange clips or movies when they're like, I would be the, I would know too much and I would fuck it up, right? Like, I don't need to create the iPhone. That's probably not, like, for me. Would it be cool if I did? Like, fine. Fine. It'd be cool if I created the iPhone. But I just feel like you're you're supposed to live your life the way you're supposed to live it. And the whole point of that is that you don't know anything. Yeah. You just buy, like, just buy, like, 30 Bitcoin in 2009. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I would <laughs> Yeah, they'd be like, "This isn't a thing." I'd be like, "It's fine." Yeah, go short the housing market. I'm gonna do all the things. That's. I mean, exactly. You just Yankees '09 World Series. Send it in. 
<laughs> there's definitely like so many like children's books about this about people that like do these things oh yeah and then, oh yeah 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 and then they like, like die at the end you ever heard of ray bradbury yeah <laughs> oh my god um yeah i don't think it would be worth it you would also just be like you you would be depressed like imagine right. being a, a, a six-year-old with mental illness that would suck. <laughs> it's a lot of six-year-olds with mental illness. Oh no, no, no! But I mean, like adult level, just like existential, oh, yeah. like a like a six-year-old with like existential dread. Oh yeah, horrible. <laughs> yeah. Really not yeah, fun yeah. on the playground. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's um. good. <laughs> Anyways, that's all I got. Um. Yeah, next week we'll do our NBA preview. I'll give you a week to digest the picture of Jimmy Butler at Media Day. I already saw it. He has a nice silk press. I like it. He's such a clown. I don't so know why funny. he has a silk press in Miami like that, though. Like, one, the humidity. Two, um, you're about to go work out. It's just out. for one day. Okay. Um, also, I want to congratulate myself because I just completed ten soul cycle classes in eight day in ten days. Hey, let's go! I know it's not a little crazy. I'm glad you said the right number of days. That's ten good days. Karma. <laughs> yeah. I know. All right. I actually have nothing else to say on this podcast. I'm done. Today. Yeah. No, it's been I way too long. Today. I know. I know. I know. Okay. <laughs>